the mouthfeel of that steak was like something that came out of a Lovecraftian horror. Oh, <laughs> what Craftian, huh? Lovecraft, HP Lovecraft. Uh, talk me through okay. that. I don't know that. All right, is. all right. Skip. <laughs> he, he doesn't get I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I, don't I don't get it. Don't Fine. say the B An word. Edgar don't Allen, say the B word. An Edgar Allan Poe horror. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a... Welcome to the Glass Bottom Podcast, the GBP. Thank you for tuning in and giving us downloads and feedback. It is so great to be at episode 17. That's at least 17 hours of content that we've given to you for, let me hang carry the five for zero dollars we've given you 17 plus hours of content for zero dollars and we thank you so so much for tuning in up to my left rob what up rob well hi how are you you know i'm terrible 24 7 365 but thank you for asking to my right shards rocking the baddest ass hat is that a flat build too sure is God damn it, that's sexy. I love flat bill hats, and I look like the biggest dipshit on earth with a flat bill. Uh, what's with the three arrow thing? What are those? They're just Fs. Their company is flag. Oh, it looks like fail. my report card from 1982. <laughs> what is the company? Flag nor fail. Damn, that's badass. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Exactly. He exactly. Yeah, I thought I it agree was. with you. Was that a dog? That hat that was a dog. Bad arse. Dude, you can rock a cap great. Damn. Okay. Uh, I'm sad now. I'm thinking how <laughs> dumb I look in all hats. Welcome, Shards. What up with you? Oh, you know, May the 4th be with you. Is that what today is? May the 4th? It is. Oh, that's Star what Wars today Day. Was for. I, I forgot that's what the, May the 4th was with us. <laughs> and speaking of May the 4th, we have a special guest coming for May the 4th. Call sign Mando, short for Mandalorian, because he trains the dudes that kick down doors and shoot mother effers, and uh, he's cool. So, housekeeping, 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 you want suck it, suck it? First thing in housekeeping, and I listened back to last week's podcast, which uh, people said was a banger. We got a lot of good feedback on that podcast, and I was very surprised and happy for the back uh, backlash. Anybody getting any negativity, or was it all positive? I didn't think um, I heard any negative. No, no negative. It was a banger. However, I was trying to talk about the NFL conferences, and I couldn't think of the word conference. So it's super embarrassing. I listen back, and I'm like, it's the American Football League and the National Football League. Duh. Oh, <laughs> I got douche chills. My testicles climbed so far up into my body that they, I think they bumped into my uh, my lungs. So housekeeping, yes, I stepped on my Johnson. It's the National mm. Football Conference, NFC, and the American Football Conference, AFC. I'm so sorry. Shards, Packers, draft, four seconds. Talk about it. Going to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's high <laughs> praise from outside. 
Now you ask me, you go, Mike, Titans draft, four seconds to talk about it. Mike, Titans uh-huh. draft, four seconds to talk about it. How long does it take to say we drafted a guy with no ACL on one knee? Mm. However, over time, uh, our GM, what's his name? Ranth Carthon. He sounds right out of the Mandalorian. and I fucking love the Mandalorian. So I got faith in him. I think he's a secret Mandalorian. Ranth Carthon. Ranth Carthon? I don't know. Anyway, so I'm sorry about being stupid last week with that one. The other housekeeping, Jamie Foxx. Nobody picked him in our pool, and from what I've read, which is totally ambiguous, he's like, he's been hospitalized for a non-disclosed health problem. I think Jamie Foxx is going to kick it. What say you guys? I did hear that he was in the hospital, but you're right. I didn't, it was non-disclosed. I don't know what's going on. It was a stroke. Non-disclosed. Plus, like, friends of his are tweeting and twittering and uh, saying like prayers for Jamie Foxx. Like it's looking pretty bad for Jamie Foxx who I loved him in life. <sighs> I didn't like the Jamie Foxx show, but uh, he's funny. He made me laugh, but I don't want him to kick it, but no one picked him. If he's that young, would that have been extra points? I, I, I hate to think about that this time, but it has to be done. Yeah. We're a legitimate business. Well, Jamie Foxx may be the youngest superstar, but I hope not. I want him to keep going, but just don't make music. And don't act. Just do other stuff. (laughs) God bless you. God bless you. Uh, The other thing, my kids, I had a yin and yang week. Oh, I'm the only one that can have a yin and yang week. Rob, one kid. Shards, one kid. I have two kids. What? Yeah. Who's the third one? What? Two. What? I only know of one. Well, I don't have a third one. (laughs) First base. I don't know what we're talking about now. I thought you had one Sharon's. I have two. Well, this one and you asked who the third one was. Okay, who's the second one? <laughs> so, subconsciously, he knew you had two. That's why he said, who's the third? Yeah. Uh, Adrian and Calliope. Right. How old is the oldest? This mic could be edited. 12. How old's the youngest? Seven. Rob, let me apologize to you. You did tell me all of this, and somehow it slipped my mind. I amalgamated both your daughters into one daughter, and that's on me. <laughs> Seriously, that's on me, Rob. But you keep your home life close to the vest. It was just cool. I screwed that up. My bad. So, Shards. He's looking at you with so much disgust right now. Watch me yeah. deflect it. Watch me deflect it. Shards only has one fucking kid. If you have one kid, you have no kids, right, Rob? That's right. Yeah. You got one kid. You got no kids. Mother effer. They call it the practice run. <laughs> well, he's done a great practice yeah, run. Well, I'm going to be uh, permanently on the practice team. So, Oh, good. Sounds like the story of my life. So I had a yin and yang week with my two baby childrens who are grown-ass men now. So do you guys want the yin first or the yang first? Which one's the bad one? Uh, the bad one is the yang. It's always the yang. All right. So you're the bad one. Okay. The yang. My oldest son is a student at University of Central Florida. Go Knights. And him and his compatriots in the aeronautical engineering tract as juniors have been working since the turn of the 2023 year on a remote controlled airplane using all the aerodynamic engineering stuff at their fingertips. CAD, which is not a thing anymore. 3D computer drafting. Uh, 3D printing models on computers. 
and they spent about 500 hours building a remote-controlled airplane to compete in a competition against other aerodynamic engineers. <sighs> so a couple days ago, my kid brings his finished product to me, and he's like, hey, check this out, Dad. And I was like, a typical dad going, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's great, like an art project, like I want to connect dots and look at finger painting. But it's an RC airplane that was pretty fucking amazing. And every time I asked him a question, like, what about this? What about this? He had a cogent, amazing answer. This thing was built like a brick shit house. The center of the fuselage was a one inch by one inch square aluminum beam, not solid, but what do you call that? Square stock that went nose to tail. And it had a carbon fiber wing spar all the way across the wing that they ordered from China. And then it had another carbon fiber strut in the tail. Like this thing was indestructible, like an A-10. So they put all this work into it. They get to the finish line the night before the competition. They finish it. My kid goes to the competition and they're not allowed to fly their plane. My kid is a experienced RC pilot, but they're not allowed to fly their plane. So why is that? Because they're at an RC park and there's bureaucracies involved and dumb shit involved. So somebody from the RC park, an AMA certified asshole, a hundred year old man gets to fly all the planes. What? <gasps> yes. So supposedly he's a very experienced RC pilot. He's old. I mean, when you see old people, refer to dumb and dumber when uh jim carrey locks his stuff in a newspaper dispenser you go okay the elderly although underprivileged are uh still useful so my kid they're number one they fly first my kids put so much work in this airplane it's indestructible the guy takes it off leaves it at full throttle it starts rolling to the right the old man overcorrects, rolls it back to the left, full throttle still doing like 80 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour. He lawn darts it into the grass and he hands my kid the radio and goes, huh, it's quirky. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he what? just, yeah, he destroyed an undestructible airplane. And then my kid had to sit there for eight hours while the competition went on. The guy ended up wrecking all but one airplane and guess which airplane won of probably 15 airplanes. Guess which one won. The one that he didn't wreck? Yes. The goal of the project was to fly two rolls of pennies as fast as you can, given a certain voltage motor. So you're limited in power. You have to carry this weight and make it go as fast as you can. Everyone else built these stupid-ass, slow, giant wing load, like low wing-loading planes that were slow. My kid built one that was fast because a pro was going to fly the plane. The dude tanked it and was like, oh, it's quirky. Huh. And they lost and they lost hundreds of hours. That was my yang. And he, he was, I came home, he was curled up on the couch, like in a ball. And I was like, Hey, how'd the competition go? And he rolled over to the coffee table and picked up this bent piece of aluminum square stock. And it was bent like a, like a letter upside down L this dude buried it so fucking hard that the motor was disintegrated. And this giant piece of square stock was bent like an L. So that's my yang. Hmm. so they they just gave all these airplanes to someone who proclaimed to be an expert that uh -huh. has never flown any of them yep pretty stupid and, and not the people that have been building and flying them they are not ama certified they don't have the insurance company of the american modeler association yeah it's terrible it, it was terrible but i know my kid personally has hundreds of hours in it and now he's got a broken piece of aluminum to show me and for the rest of his life we're gonna keep it because it's a great moment mo, 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 what do you call it when you keep something uh memento yeah memento thanks shards anyway now the yin 
what there's yin fuck yeah my youngest son works at a marina here in the greater brevard county area and he was just playing around fishing today he's friends with all the captains that come in and doctor boats at marina and captains came back from their charters with extra bait and they're like hey can i have a, a pogey fish and uh asked another captain i'm proud of him i would have not asked anybody for anything he's like can i borrow that pole he dumps a little bait fish under a boat at his dock while he's working on the clock and pulls up a giant snook. And for those of you who don't know who snook is, Google it. It's a beautiful fish that he tastes like heaven. And he caught an incredible snook. What a day for the family. Yin and yang. Positives and negatives. And now I have like six pounds of snook, which is expensive, in my fridge that we're going to eat. And it's a beautiful fish. What? what? That's life. I like how the the positive story is super short and the negative one's really long. Yeah. Relative to each other. (laughs) Have you met me? I can extend the positive one because one of the captains that came back and Shard, you're going to be interested in this. This would be. Oh, he rolls doobies? Well, uh, he's a captain. Your name's Captain. You roll doobies. And you go offshore (laughs) two miles. It's a free for all out there. You can have weed at two miles. One of the captains came back from a charter with a bunch of rich California people, and they caught shards off the Cocoa Beach Pier, a 10-foot tiger fucking shark, not a reef shark, not a nurse shark, a tiger shark shards. They eat license plates and people. Mm -hmm. You're cool with surfing when there's 10-foot tiger sharks out there? Yeah, why not? Because they will eat you. That's true. I am in their environment, so it's what I deserve if I get eaten. Mm, Did anyone get bit? No, they were fishermen. No one got bit, but there is an interesting piece of the story. My kid took a video, so they were fishing all day. They caught the tiger shark early, threw it in, you know, on deck and let it sit there, probably iced it, and then fished. And when they came back in the afternoon, they pulled it up on the forklift and hung it up by its tail, and they butchered it because it does have good edible meat. The heart was still beating. This thing had been dead out of the water for many, many hours. My kid's like, check this out, Dad. I was like, is that an octopus crawling through there? He's like, no, that's the heart. This goddamn tiger shark's heart was still beating many, many hours after getting a Florida suntan, hanging out in the dry Florida air. Wow. You guys expect that? You could say Mm -hmm. that his heart would go on. (laughs) <laughs> oh god that was funny and gay at the same time i don't know what to do with that one there <laughs> oh my god uh, that's good yeah this thing looked like an octopus it was like playing a it looked like an octopus playing a banjo i was like what is that that's his heart hours and then my kid had the wherewithal to poke his finger in the tiger shark's eye holes and even though it'd been what? dead forever why wouldn't you poke your fingers in a tiger shark eye hole Rob, if you have the chance, what else would you do? I'd do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? That's not the only hole he would poke. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make some chum. Uh, Anyway, so this thing's been dead forever, and he pokes his finger in the shark's eye, and his little eyelid, protective eyelid's still functioning. So the heart's still pumping. The eye's still functioning. He still knows he's in trouble, but his head is severed from his body, and his eye thing his eyelid thing still pops up i'm that's scary it's freaky that's zombie like that is zombie like next thing you know you're gonna tell me that it bit somebody's hand off no if you put your hand there it might have (laughs) even my kid's not dumb enough to stick his hand in the mouth of a tiger shark nor is he dumb enough to surf near cocoa beach 
anymore because tiger sharks are out there looking for you. It's all so, the chum that people dump off of the, the pier trying to catch other fish. Oh, I thought you were talking about people vomiting from the terrible drinks at uh, oh, that too. Cocoa Beach Pier. They had a little bit of their own chum. Oh, that brought up the other piece of housekeeping. That's not a bong swat. That's Rob sensuously kissing his new female hairless cat. That is so, so adorable. And we had a name contract. Oh, look at those eyes. I'm melting. Help me. I'm melting. You see those shards? Wow. Could you be any cuter? No. Wow. Look at the top of his head or her head. Looks like the bottom of my nutsack. (laughs) Which coincidentally (laughs) has the same wrinkles as the top of Detective Jimmy's head. But Uh, he never listens. He won't know. He won't kill me. So, Rob, what a beautiful little animal you got there. Uh, I Wow. He's adorable. It's a it's a her, right? Yeah. Or is it gender yeah. neutral? Is it LGBTQST plus? Why don't we let the cat decide? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, if it eats tuna, it's a male? Like, I don't know. How do you know the cat tell you? <laughs> so, what's the name choice? Hang on. Last week, we had a name controversy. What's the name choice for this adorable little thing? It's a cat. I see that. What's the name? Uh oh. What's the? Uh oh. She's waving a toy. Your daughter is secretly sneaking up to wave a toy. You're gonna lose the cat. The uh oh. Cat's looking at the spot. What's the name thing? We're here for the name. What? What was the final name? I think. uh, I think we are leaning towards Cleopatra. Oh, I love that name. Awesome. And there's the dog. What what was the original name? Dolly Perton. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Jada Perkett is too long. I think. Jada Perkett is quite long. I don't know. Jada Perkett's pretty cool, though. Oh, there goes, okay. There goes uh, unofficially not named cat. Well, that's the end of housekeeping. Let's move on. So we got a special guest this week. Uh, Jimmy wouldn't come on last week, and I don't blame him. Last week would have been bad for him. We have another former co-worker. I think you worked with him, right, Charge? I did for sure. a brief moment. Rob has never met him. Rob has never talked to him. This ought to be interesting. The reason we're bringing him on is, of all the people I've met in my life, this guy is the darkest son bitch I ever met. Like I would make dark jokes. Other people make dark jokes and he would take it so dark that you felt like you were in a cave with no lights, a thousand miles underground. And it was funny. He's very, uh, what do you call it when someone's on the negative side of life? Sardonic or what's the word? I didn't even know sardonic was a word. <laughs> word you're talking about. And now it's pissing me off that I can't think about it. Oh, well. Someone that's super dark, nihilistic. He's super nihilistic, super dark. And uh, call sign is Mando. I made that up because he's had some combat experience that it's up to him to talk about. And he also trains people with guns and how to uh, do Mando tactics. So call sign Mando is the darkest bitch I've ever met. He used to sit at our lunch table and we'd make yuck, yuck jokes. And he would throw out a joke that was so fucking dark. It just, you could feel a cold draft blow over your heart. Like, <laughs> so with you two guys and me, I think Amanda would be a good addition. And I asked him on, because I referenced him last week about star Wars. He came up to me one day and said, do you like star Wars? I said, Hell yeah. I like star Wars. He's like, did you know this? And he, he gave me the breakdown from the opposite view you know, not Luke Skywalker's a hero and Princess Leia is a freedom fighter. And it changed my life because everything he said was right. And I was like, oh, especially in light of Afghanistan and Iraq and all that. So <laughs> anyway, without further ado or don't do, let's call call sign Mando. Hello. Mando. Hey. 
hey, we're going to protect your anonymity because I'm sure at some point, if we talk long enough, you're going to need it. <laughs> well, I am wanted in a few places, so yeah. Uh, you'll be wanted in more places if you just do what you normally did around the lunch table while we were working together. <laughs> so, so, so the reason... To myself. No, 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 that was not you. You are quiet. However, you didn't keep to yourself and you... It, you spun things so dark that between you and Rob and shards, I think we can extinguish the sun with darkness. Well, darkness to one person is someone else's light. So depends <laughs> on what side you're on. You see what I'm saying, Rob, <laughs> Rob, do you see what I'm saying? I got it. I got Welcome it. to the glass bottom pod Mando. Glad to Thank have you. you. Now the, re- the reason I wanted you to speak today was I referenced you last week about your, you changed my life with your star Wars assessment. You know, it was always Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Han Solo are the heroes and they defeated the Dark Empire. And then one day you gave me a soliloquy on the other view. And since then, Star Wars hasn't been as fun. Do you still have that in your memory banks? I mean, it, it, it's scored. I mean, it's, it's, it's not really a theory. It's fact. And they're terrorists. Mm. They're revoked warriors for terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard, Mando. They are terrorists? Tell me more. Well, look at it. Like the emperor was the duly elected leadership of the entire galaxy, and they killed him. They executed him. Uh huh. That is true. I mean, and Darth Vader was the sheriff of all intents and purposes of the entire galaxy, and they, they did everything they could to kill the guy. Yes. He even went so far as saying, "Hey, let's work this out and join me." And his own kid killed him. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I think the temperature in my room just dropped like 500 degrees. You are right. And that's why we're on here. Is there more? I mean, look at the Jedi. I mean, quasi-religious military order that kidnaps (laughs) children. Truth? Think about it. I don't want to think about it. If you just watch it. They go find these kids. You know, hey, magic space wizard child, come with us. No, you can't see your parents anymore. We're going to teach you how to be a fighter and send you out and do things. You know, we're going to teach you this super ultra conservative uh, <laughs> point of view. And anything God outside of that is evil all of a sudden. Uh-huh. Oh. And you can't have attachments to anybody. Think about it. They don't let them have attachments to anybody. You know, what You're is right. that? That's a cool killing assassin. Yeah, I think there's an island for that. There used to be an island for that. That's terrible. Oh, uh, that's a totally different island. He killed himself. Uh, oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 we got way too much to get into. So save that for next time. So, yeah, you're right. Everything you're saying makes sense. And uh, like I was telling the boys and the listeners after you told me that, I can't watch Star Wars and feel the same way about it anymore. I mean, well, <sighs> let's think about it. Like the, the first movie, like the, the long, the big one, they, they met the kid, little little Darth Vader kid when he was still on the planet. You know, oh, he goes, yeah, that guy. You know, can I bring my mother with me? No, absolutely not. Think about how differently the entire movie would have been if they said, sure, your mother can come with us. And yeah, that, that was they made it seem she like the Empire, they had unlimited money with Princess Amidala being all loaded up and rich. Right. And they're they like, got yeah, crazy money. They got these crazy money. That's your mom. You know, yep. no, but no, we can't save your mom. Think about it. Mm. You know, if, if his mother would have been allowed to go with him, the entire universe would have turned, turned out differently. Rob, how do you feel about this so far? Rob's never met you. Mando, <laughs> this is Rob. You never met Rob, but you know Shards. Rob, what do you think about this so far? I've I've been on this train for a while. What, uh, th- bro? Think of all the accountants that died on the Death Star. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> I mean, 
they, they like briefly touched on this. Staff. You know, anybody that's been to a military base knows that only a very small percentage of the people are actually the fighters. And even those, they don't get the damn. They're just doing what they're told to do. Think about it in the movie, those two guys just standing there doing absolutely nothing. It's probably a drill. Next thing you know, they're, they're vaporized. <laughs> Some stupid farm boy wants to like, get into something. I don't think you told me this part. Now my heart really starts hurting. <laughs> and Rob was already tuned into this frequency. Okay. You're accountants. They just went to Space High School. Some recruiter convinced them to sign up. They didn't know what they were getting into. <laughs> Space fucking high school. Did they have puppies? Were there puppies on the Death Star? Of course they had puppies on the Death Star. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> Man, hang on i gotta catch my breath i got tears running down my eyes okay you know, so they blew it up they were, when you think about it but i don't want to think you know, about it but that's why you're here okay so they blew I mean, up some the people that they knew what they were getting into when they signed up no you didn't you know nobody knows what they're getting into when all of a sudden some terrorist shows up and blows your whole world up <laughs> of course not oh my god yeah. this this train has I mean, no brakes and i love it Supposedly, the super advanced organization, this magic space wizards, didn't they not have a therapist? <laughs> they got the poor kid to therapy. I'm kind of angry. Well, let's get no, you some help, Boger. They were kidnapping Yo. kids, dude, according to the timeline. And you're right, they were kidnapping kids. They don't I mean, have a therapist. They turned them into child soldiers. The, the, the war thing happened. Like The cow was still like, what, 15? And this stupid war started happening. They, they threw him out on the front lines and has, go kill, start killing everything in your path. Dude gets an arm sliced off in the second movie. That's going to be traumatic. But no, no therapy whatsoever. But hey, hey, let's talk about your feelings. No, dude has to go kill a whole bunch of people to feel better. Yeah. You're yeah. right. And you're on a filibuster, and it's fucking fantastic. And then he's uh, to his psychopathic girlfriend, and she's like, yeah, this is still okay. What? Look at now you're bringing different. Amidala in this? I mean, Amidala, she was twice his age. You know, we yeah, got some weird... Cougar. That's a cougar. You know, not not when he's 12. <laughs> hey, when it goes that direction, a uh, cougar attacking a young boy, any objections, I mean, raise your hand. I mean, he it just got, passed. dude never had a father figure. His father figure was his slave owner. That's got to fuck him up, right? Yeah, and he was a cock, like what, a fly, flying cockroach? I never right. thought of that yeah. either. Damn he it. got beat up Mando? his whole life. Yanked out of his whole life. No, your mother can't come with you. She's just a real quick space jump away, but no, you can't see her. No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> this is so off the rails. I knew it was going to be crazy, but I know it was going to be this off the rails. You, everything you're saying is right, Mando. And I, I got tears in my eyes. Career going as a, as a NASCAR driver, too. They just well, took that away from him. NASCAR sucks. We can all agree on it. Speaking of NASCAR, hang on. Money. He could have bought his own mom is, if he would have just... Bought his own mom? You just said he could buy his own mom? That might be the yeah, name of this episode. <laughs> Jesus, if they let him pod race? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you, you think about it. You know, NASCAR and pod races are all alike. You know, they started out you know, they started out illegal. I mean, I, I grew up in North Carolina right there in Kannapolis. So, I, you know, I, I grew up in you know, NASCAR was in the history class. So, Hang on, sidebar. We have sidebars, uh, Mando. This is my favorite story of anybody. Like, I love... I hated Dale Earnhardt until I understand what he did. And then I love Dale Earnhardt and then he passed away. God bless his rest of soul. Hi, Dale. Uh, Mando, you grew up in Kannapolis, home of Dale Earnhardt. And did you have any contact with Dale Earnhardt? I, I used to date the daughter of one of his crew guys uh, growing oh, yeah. up. Okay. And you know, we, we, all, we all went to the same high school there. And uh, it was it was interesting. I'd go over to her house every now and then and you know, he'd be over there. <laughs> 
He wouldn't let okay. me park my Mustang in the driveway. That was kind of funny. He wouldn't let you park your Mustang in the driveway. What did yeah. you do to retaliate? Again? Which this is, I got to tell you, Shard, Rob, listeners. I, no, yeah, I, 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 I have a Mustang. I have a Mustang, and I'm a Ford guy, especially growing up. And this well, is the worst one dream I've ever had. You know, it's burnout. It's burnout in the driveway yeah. on the way out. Mando did a burnout in a Ford Mustang on Dale Earnhardt's fucking driveway, and that that's a mic drop. But we have way more to talk about. Wow. I, well, I wouldn't allow the park there again. It was over after that. <laughs> yeah, but mic drop, it's over. You did a burnout in a Ford? Come on. Okay. You know, his, End of- his crew, he was so mad because I kept talking about, you know, you know, you know, maybe you should go over to Bill Elliott and let him teach you all how to drive. Oh God! Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. The, the he drove like a bus driver, but that's a great <laughs> dig on him. Uh, nice. You know, like you know, my town's got this like seven foot tall bronze statue of Dale Earnhardt. You know, he uh he uh you know he he kind of owned the town for the longest time. My my, my parents worked in there for you know you know drivers would come over for dinner every night. You know sometimes. So you anybody just you can mention it. anybody cool. Uh, Harry Gant, Benny Parsons, those oh, old guys. Harry Gant. Yeah, but this is this podcast for youngsters, so they're not going to know. But Harry Gant was you know, the man. You know, those guys have been gone forever. Like, you know, we're too old for we're too old for these kids now. You know, yeah, now you got your stories will live forever. Your stories going to live forever. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it was fun at the time. You know, I'm you know, 16 years old. I didn't know any better. I didn't know who this guy was. It was the guy that you know came over for dinner every now and then. Wow. Okay, back <laughs> to Star Wars. Back to yeah. Star you know, Wars, Mando. <laughs> You know, look at it. The second Death Star. Inside job. <laughs> what? You're fucking 9-11 in the Death Star? Do you hear this, like, Rob? Hang look on. at it. Budget overruns, cost overruns. It wasn't finished. They had to have outside <laughs> help even protect the thing. They realized what's the best way to get rid of a project when, you, when you're not going to be able to pay for it. <laughs> a fucking inside job on an over-budget, over-custom. Okay. Blew, Go on. Like, he already said we we're behind schedule. We're not going to be able to get it done. That's why they brought the dude there in the first place, you know, <laughs> to try to make it work faster. But Bader knew it wasn't going to happen. So what did he do? He managed to leak some plans to his kid out there who could come oh. in and, you know, and take care of it. <laughs> I believe this more than 9 11 shit. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. No, it's like on. a mob hit. You know, it's just like a whole big mob hit. Yeah, the restaurant ran its credit up, and it's time to burn it down, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's time. It's, you know, you run up your credit. You know, you're not paying protection anymore. So, all right, you know, let's make it happen. In in the universe, there can only be two of the bad guy, right? You know, that whole rule of two thing. Well, the emperor talked constantly <laughs> how he wanted to bring you know the Darth Vader's kid in. So, what's Darth Vader going to do? Hey, what you gonna get rid of me? You're not going anywhere. So, obviously, I'm the guy that's getting out of here. So, yeah, I think he's probably a little miffed on it. So, all of a sudden, <laughs> got leaked. I don't know how to blow the damn thing up. I don't think so. There's no accidents. No, there are no accidents, especially if your kid has the information. I never, I've never heard this part of the the conspiracy. This ain't a conspiracy theory. This is truth. I mean, I never heard this part. you know, they're like, oh, we're fully operational. Well, yeah, well, you got a limited budget. The first thing you're going to do is probably <laughs> make sure the super weapon's fixed because, you know, how else are you going to get more money? You know, you're, you're running a protection racket, so you you build your laser to build a couple planets. Now everybody's paying paying more protection money. Sharks, you hear that? He just pinned it in a Rico a Rico case. He just painted a Rico case <laughs> on the Death Star. I gotta wipe tears from my eyes. Hang on. Did you hear that? And he's right. Like the facts are on his side. This guy's amazing, Mando. Oh my God, Rob, what do you say? The man's right. He is right. He's speaking truth to the masses. 
about Star Wars. Oh my God! So it was a Rico racket on and an inside job on the desk, the sec, the rebuild of the Death Star. Is there? More? I mean, they were all cannibals. Look at them, like the Ewok thing. You know, everybody no, we, shooting we, we Ewoks are cannibals. The Ewoks are cannibals, but the big giant feast they all had after the party. Where would all that food come from? You saw. You, did you see any bodies? No, you saw stormtrooper armor all over the place, but you didn't see any stormtrooper graves anywhere, did you? Like, they're hunter-gatherers. They're not going to stockpile food. They don't know about refrigeration. Where did all that meat come from they were eating all of a sudden? Uh, stormtrooper meat? Exactly. Stormtrooper oh meat. God. Oh, my God. Dude, you're killing me. So, uh, Does it really the- count if they're clones, though? Of course it counts. They're eating the same meat. It's like going to Walmart. <laughs> then it would all just taste the same. <laughs> That's all that is. I have never been so... I don't know what I am right now. You're killing it, Mando. So I don't remember. Do we see pictures of the Skywalkers and the Princess Leia's eating said uh, Stormtrooper meat? Or is it just... Like, do we see that? I mean, you just see them eating. You know, you, you got to infer. They don't actually tell you. But you, if you know what, yeah. how evil these people really are, I mean, the dude kissed his sister for it, though. I mean, come on. Well, haven't we all? I mean, haven't we all? I mean, I did not kiss my sister. But, yes, he did kiss his sister. You know, <sighs> think about it. They got a well-known criminal as part of their organization who they all look up to. Wait, you know, who's Luke that? Solo? Yeah, I mean, Solo. I mean, look at him. You know, he's a criminal. He's you know, a smuggler. He was running drugs. He was a drug runner. Well, they never said drugs. They just said he was a smuggler. What he might be smuggling well, food a, to starving children. I mean, he straight up said he's a spice runner. Spice in Star Wars was a, a, a synonym for coke. You're yeah. right. They I've do called myself a spice runner before, so I can yeah. I can identify. Yeah, shards. <laughs> uh, you may not know this, but shards used to run Mando. Shards used to run oregano from one state to another back in the day. Shards has got a pretty checkered past. Right, and the next thing you know, you got some green guy, you know, arguing over who's shooting first in the bar because you know you had to drop your load off when the popo comes around. (laughs) I thought I thought this was something you read, but you've obviously thought about this and dissected it with your intelligent mind. I told everyone you're very intelligent, and wow, I mean this this is crazy. I mean, I mean, you got to use your processing power for something. I I could have chose greatness. I chose Star Wars, but you got to read between the lines, and it's you know they're evil. I think you did the right thing, uh, Mando. I think you did the right thing because this is groundbreaking. This might be breaking news. (laughs) Who knows anymore? Think about Luke Skywalker. One of the first things he said, they brought this new guy in. He's a complete idiot. I mean, him and Leia are the same age, right? They're the exact same age. They're twins. Yeah, they're twins. They're twins. When they first got introduced, you know, Luke's playing with this little toy spaceship flying around like, you know, like he's like 12 and Leia's a senator. Mm, so obviously okay. he's not that bright. He's easily led. So then all of a sudden this new oh, dude shows up. Hey, little boy, get in my spaceship. Let's fly off together. You know, oh, 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 your parents just all of a sudden happened to get killed. Oh, yeah, we all know that's the uncle. It was right, the uncle on Aunt Veru. Right, his aunt and uncle. You know, they uh, they all of a sudden they die. You know, they you know they they came very close to telling you that what it was right then and there. Nobody caught it and when they. Uh, uh-huh. When they found the uh, Jawas, the only stormtroopers are this precise. We know good and yeah. well the stormtroopers don't shoot that well. Nowhere yeah. else in the entire history of Star Wars do the stormtroopers shoot well, except for that whoa, one whoa, specific whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're saying that they pinned it on the stormtroopers, but because the accuracy and the precise shooting, it was the it was the it was rebellion. The rebel. It what? was the rebellion. 
look, look at every movie. They all the rebels hit everything they're aiming at. The stormtroopers yeah. are all over the place. I mean, it's such a joke yeah, that they've yeah. made comedies about it. But yet, for that one particular instance, Luke has to be convinced to go with this dude he's never met before. You know, this this creepy uncle dude that's been watching yeah, him yeah. forever. But you know, you know yeah, so he would have stalked left him from a distance. He Facebook stalked him. Exactly. You know, or <sighs> now I'm creeped out. Uh, you know, it's, it's all how deep do you? I mean, we don't know. The guy's probably like watching him through his window while he's sleeping at night. Well, he was, he wore a monk's, uh, he wore a monk's uh, bathrobe, for lack of a better word, and he stalked a young boy. How, okay, how deep do you think uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's perversion went, Mando? I mean, you know, there's, there's no telling. I mean, obviously he had had no problem chopping people up. I mean, those two dudes in the bar, he could have went, hey, buddy, you know, let's, Let's just work this out, have a drink, you know, our bad. My wife said, no, he cuts the guy's arm off, but not they even enough. Drunk. They were all drunk. You know, he's probably all you know, high on that spice stuff that Han was running. You know, whips <laughs> oh, out his sword. Oh, that's right. Him. Obi-Wan, you but be, I mean, he was because he was a monk, because he was posing as a monk of sorts, he, do you think he right. did any further damage to young children? I mean, you never know. I mean, you know, what what happens in the verse stays in the verse, but <laughs> <laughs> what happens on Tatooine stays on Tatooine. Dude, you're I mean, making my head blow up. Think about it. The first things he did when he got he goes, Hey, come back to my house. You know, he brings uh-huh. the, the kid back to his house. Of course, Luke's so stupid, he just goes, Okay, I'll jump in the van and get the kid. <laughs> I'll get off in the rape van. Is that what he just Hands him the most dangerous weapon in the universe. Oh, by the way, here's your father's lightsaber, right? Oh, you know, you know, so he's, yeah. he's immediately trying to recruit him right then and there to join his cult. You don't hand a 16-year-old kid a, you know, we got laws about that, right? Yeah, but they, I think that all came to a head in in Waco, right? Exactly. You know, you don't, you know, you, hey, here's your father's lightsaber. Let's go out and join the galaxy. Let's go out, you know, and, and uh, you'll be a hero. I don't want to be a hero. Well, yeah, I got to right. go be a farmer. Uh-huh. Oh, my, my aunt and uncle are dead. I guess I'll go with you now. Just like it, like you saying in Afghanistan, some dude's trying to farm like opioid or uh, poppies or or what do Afghanistan's farm pig shit? I don't you know, know what they have farm. You know, like in Afghanistan, they got the opium farms. Well, that's absolutely synonymous with the moisture farms on Tatooine. Is it though? Like, I guess we're all addicted to moisture. He's right, shards. He's right. We're all addicted to moisture, like on a level higher than heroin. Don't you think? Especially if you live on a desert planet where you only can only get it if you got to do horrible things that the and so the mob boss will give you a drop of it. Oh, damn it! Do you guys hear what he's preaching here, Rob? What do you think? We're addicted to moisture. I'm addicted to moisture. I got moisture right here. I, I have moisture every moisture. fucking day. That's my vice. I do love moisture. Shards, do you like moisture? I'm pretty moist right now, just thinking about moisture. <laughs> Fuck, we're off the rails. Okay, one more question, Shards. Have you ever gone a day without consuming moisture? Well, I'm a hairless cat humanoid, so I kind of need it. So Mando just pointed out that, yeah, moisture farming is even more addictive than heroin. My mind is blown. Okay, take a deep breath, Mando. You got (laughs) You got me started. That's the whole point. That's... That's the whole point. So, yes, he was selling moisture, which was the most addictive drug in the galaxy, and go. Air quotes, moisture, air quotes. And then they killed off Uncle Owen and Aunt Veru, and then what happened? Then all of a sudden, the, the sheriff comes to arrest him. You know, like, hey, you're kidnapped this kid. You killed his parents. You, we, need to, we need to have a talk back at the station. So what's he do? He hires this drug bugler. They start blasting their way out of there like they're Bonnie and Clyde taking off. And, and the next thing you know, you know they... <laughs> 
Yes, you're so far it all tracks. I'm so sad that it all tracks. I got two I mean, eyes. Go ahead. I mean, if you just pull the blinders off and look, it's, it's right there in front of your eyes. He, uh, they joined this rebellion thing because obviously you know, the planet blew up. You know, hey, kid, we just drugged you out of your home that you've never left in your life before. Uh, let's, let's traumatize you a little farther. And we appear right in this asteroid field that turns out to be a planet that just got destroyed. Now he's Stockholm Syndrome into this old space wizard because he's got nobody. <laughs> so, you know, he doesn't know anybody. So, of course you know, not. Uncle Ono gone. Right, everybody's gone. The only person he's ever met in his entire life now is this old guy who who gets killed, you know, you know, fighting off the sheriff. You know, wait, 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 Mando, do you think Obi Wan fondled? Now, seriously, this is a serious question. Do you think Obi Wan fondled Luke Skywalker at any point? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. You know, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of evidence to it, but he was very familiar with the kid. So, did <laughs> stalk I mean, him. He did stalk I mean, him, as you pointed out. I mean, he, he he killed he killed their mother, so I'm assuming he's probably got some t- tendencies that will uh, you know that would lead him to that. Oh shit! You're right you again. Know, these dots are lining up. This is crazy. You know, when the kid when the twins were born, what does she die of? Sadness? Bullshit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I don't think they gave us enough evidence. I thought that uh, Anakin sucked her life force away from a distance, but you're saying there's another poker. All Anakin did was choke her till she passed out. She gave birth while you know while she was there. She was alive when she uh, when she had the kids. It's right there in the movie. She's a, she's alive. The little droid uh-huh. nurse thingy goes. She just lost the will to live. Bullshit. What? They knew that you know no mother's going to willingly give up their kids while, you know, while she's in labor. They're all all the other Jedi who are with her people. They're talking about <laughs> we. Well, you know, he can never know about his children. So what do Boy. they do? They do what they always do, and they killed her so they could take them. Damn. Okay, so just so we get this clear, how did they kill Amadala? Super hot. Well, they, the time, use, they use that force thing on her, like you know, you know, she lost the will to live, or they choked or, her to death, like the other dude did. Can you do that from a distance? Like I, I know I, I agree they killed her, but can you do that at a distance? Well, sure they can, because Darth Vader choked that guy another ship over just by looking at him on the view screen there in that one scene. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's got the receipts. Mando's got the fucking receipts. Oh my you god! Know, what is that thing? Uh, the Occam's razor. The easiest answer is always the right one. Did uh-huh. she lose the will to live in the most medically advanced society the universe has ever seen, and died, or did they choke her to death? <laughs> god damn it! This is got completely legit. A wall. I don't know what this is. She you know, got killed. She's she was murdered. I agree. Now now. Yeah. They took the kids. They divided the kids up like they were you know, human trafficking children. Like I'll take this one, you take that one. <laughs> the fucking human trafficking charges. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you know, Kenobi's like, "Well, I'm going to take the boy. We're going to go live on a desert planet. I'll uh, watch over him." You know, the girl gets to go live in a freaking paradise, Alderaan location. I mean, they didn't know they were going to yeah. blow it up at the time. You know how no, how, right. the, how that happened? So yeah, the guy, the kid's probably go, he's perfect for recruitment. You know, uh-huh. he's sitting there. His whole life just got destroyed right in front of him. He's all, the only mentor he's had. <laughs> you know, is, you know, he, his yeah. whole length, his whole life has just got killed right in front of him. And they go, "Hey, we're getting ready to go to get back at the people that killed your buddy. You want to join us? Jump into this multi-billion-dollar starfighter that we have no idea whether you know how to fly or not, and go it's forth a, and do good things." It's a rape van. It's a futuristic rape van, basically. Exactly. Now all of a sudden he's in charge. They're like, "Okay, you know, Red Five, go in there." You're, they see him flying down the trench. All but you know, you uh-huh. know they, they, they know the he's willing to do things. He's they, got they the know force. He's, wait, 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 he's wait, 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 wait. 
Are you saying he was a young suicide bomber going into a marketplace to blow up a Death Star full of accountants and logistics specialists? Of course he was. Do you guys hear this, Rob? Do you hear this? He's preaching the truth. I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. I'm like flabbergasted and laughing and I'm crying laughing. And you guys are sitting there chill like you understand this and you knew this. None of you spoke this truth to me before. How are you guys so mellow in the face of the truth? I mean, they knew he was willing to kill. Remember the one briefing part where he goes, well, they, they said, well, the target is only two meters wide. And they're like, we can't do that. He just very casually nuked it out of nowhere. Oh, that's yeah. nothing. I used to the bullseye of the womp rat. They're no bigger than two meters. The kid was out killing animals for sport. Well, Somebody went, hey, we need to put this guy up front. He'll be, he'll absolutely get it done. But they were womp rats. But I see what you're saying. Like most psychopaths start torturing puppies and kittens, but they didn't say a t- kitten. It was a rat. It was a womp rat. Well, we know what, do you know what a womp rat is? As far as you know, that's what they called puppies back then. They never showed a womp rat. <laughs> the fuck? Dude, you are off the chain. All right, Mando. Listen, you've obviously got more to go. You've uh, You've made me cry. I can't even think straight. These guys are sitting there like you're preaching gospel, and you probably are. <laughs> Uh, you got to open your eyes, man. You got you got to open your eyes and see it for what it is. It's, I uh, can't it's the, because I have fatty eyelids along with fatty jowls, and they kind of cover my uh, retinas. But, dude, you are you are onto something, and you got to come back. We got lots to talk about. Not only Star Wars, but I know you got other stories. The joke I've been pondering all day is uh, in my head is you may be a Mandalorian. You don't have fast car armor, but you have a fast car. You got a Corvette. Yes. I, I've had a few in my life, yes. And a 68 Mustang Coupe with a 289. He knows what he's talking about, this guy. <laughs> well, uh, call sign Mando, you have definitely come in, kicked the door down, and taken over the show and blow the doors out. Uh, can we have you back soon, very soon? Whenever you need me, man, I'm right here. Just, just got to hire me. <laughs> I don't think I need you because when you come on, like I'm, uh, I'm exhausted. My I'm teared up. I laughed. I've learned. So thanks for coming on Mando. I'm sure the fans are going to love this. Who couldn't love that dude. You're like Johnny fucking Cochran with uh, star <laughs> Wars stuff. And let me tell you folks, this is just the tip of the iceberg on what he can orate on. So thanks for coming on. We well, really appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. All right, man. Anytime. <laughs> Later, dude. Bye. Woo! I knew that was going to be interesting, but I think he blew my wig off. I'm literally have tears in my eyes. What say you shards? Well, you already heard my synopsis on the karate kid. So I kind of already view movies in that same light. We'll save that next time we have them on will have dueling karate kid or you you can chime in on the karate kid because you're this week shards gave me a a view of the karate kid movie which i loved ralph macchio who's not a great actor but and mr miyagi and then shards turned it around and told me here's what really happened and you know what it was it was just what mando just did it's like god damn it now i can't watch that movie (laughs) damn it so i want you and mando to talk about the karate kid together uh rob what do you say about the Mandalorian we just had on? Man knows his history. He does. <laughs> and the reason I call him Mandalorian again is uh, he's battle tested. He's been blown up by an IE. Is it IED or IUD? It's IED, right? IED. 
Yeah, he got blown up by an IED, got rolled on by a Humvee. He also is a master of the gun arts. He teaches door kicking and long range shooting and everything you could ever imagine. Like he's legit with everything the Mandalorian pretends to do. Mando has done. So that's why we call him the Mando. That was, I coined that when he started telling me slowly, like, you know, I did this, you know, I did that. I was like, Jesus. And the reason he's here is when we sat at the lunch table, when he was there and we would make our dumbass jokes, he would take it so fucking dark that, and funny that you just couldn't believe it. Like he is friggin' amazing. So welcome to the GBP crew. Mando. 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 Wow. I don't even know where to start from there, but we have to. Uh, we did finally, thanks to Papi Coulomb holding my feet to the fire. He's my podcast conscience of shucking responsibility. Yes. He's my pot. Papi Coulomb, codename uh, Hamon, is my uh, getting shit done conscience. And this week, we. Thanks to me finally going to the dollar store. Now the dollar 25 store. We did the dollar store steak challenge this week. And here are the results. So it is billed. You go in. It's in the $3 area of the dollar store, which is highbrow. That's like when they keep the liquor locked up at a liquor store. that So you can't shoplift it. If, if it's back in the this part of the dollar store, it's, it's good stuff. And I bought us three. 5.5 ounce stampede brand boneless beef. This is all on the label ribeye steaks. There's no trademark or copyright. So they didn't, you know, give us something that's not what it says. And I gave them to the boys. What was your first impression shards of what I handed you? Well, I noticed that it was stampede brand. So I'm assuming that the only way they harvested any of this meat was from a stampede. <laughs> like stuck on the barbed wire kind of thing. You know, just, you know, whatever, uh, there's a stampede and whatever <laughs> beefalo that thing came from was the one that tripped and beefalo. fell and got trampled on. And they're like, all right, this is the one we're going to mine this beef from. That checks out. Rob, when I handed you your stampede brown boneless beef ribeye steak, $3 worth. Uh, it's not a dollar twenty-five or a dollar fifty. This is $3 worth of from a dollar store. So you know it's getting good shit when you go in a dollar fifty store and you spend three bucks on one thing. Rob, what was your first impression? Fear. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> really? Even when you saw the front of the label, not even looking back, we're not talking about the backside of the meat. What did you no. see when you saw the front? When I saw the front, I, I felt anxiety. It, me it, too. It, it scared me. It still it scares me. It should. Fair. Uh, for the record and for gambling purposes, have you both ingested your yes. dollar store steaks, shards? I'm gonna be honest with you. I would probably eat a dead hooker's snatch before I put that thing in my mouth. You <laughs> <laughs> you took a strike on it. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, me and Rob have ingested them, shards. You're a well, I guess I'm objector. gonna be the only person at work tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> probably this was a suicide pack damn it <laughs> he fucking let us down rob it's me and you now okay so you're a conscientious objector to punishing your colon and your stomach okay what was your decision process talk us through it shards well i looked at it you had brought up the you should look at the ingredients list of which i did and okay uh, l- let me let me talk the listeners through the ingredients list i bought steak boneless- is not on there 
Not a single You're fucking right. ingredient is meat. <laughs> I bought three boneless beef ribeye steaks. And you would think if you look at the ingredients of three boneless beef ribeye steaks, it would say ingredients, colon, ironic, right? Uh, beef, full stop. It does not. It says ingredients. First is contains up to 35% of a solution of water seasoning hydrolyzed corn and soy protein, dextrose, spice extracts, sodium phosphates, dextrose, salt, seasoning salt, and something called bromelain, which bromelain, which sounds like something you put in a bomb or a rifle cartridge. Uh, and then they rubbed it with water. So that makes it all right. Uh, Rob <laughs> pointed out it is definitely rubbed the water thanks to Rob's detective work. So beef hasn't even shown up yet on the ingredients list. Is that what you guys saw? Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, it's rubbed with water, and then there's sugar, hydrolyzed corn, and soy protein, dextrose, spice extracts. How do you a spice is an extract? You took a plant and you made an extract. They took an extract of an extract. I love China. And then sodium phosphates and dextrose and salt. Oh, footnote. There's a footnote. It this ribeye steak also contains soy. I don't know if you detected the beautiful aroma of soy but this 100 beef steak <laughs> contained all that shit and then soy and then beef yes shards i think you're the smartest of the three here you did not consume this but we did um so i'm starting my next 20 mike mike uh my <laughs> next 20 mike mike paul up for my doctors and my insurance rob what was your after you saw it you cooked it how did you cook it i cooked it in a cast iron with a shitload of butter did it eat through the cast iron damn near yeah there's a lot of stuff in there okay with a lot of butter i grilled mine for diversity i thought shards might have rolled his up and smoked it so i uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i grilled mine over uh over open grill okay so you cooked it and you put it on a plate and what was your next feeling because i can tell you mine well i looked at my wife and i said if i can't cut this with a plastic knife then uh-huh. i'm throwing it away did you cut it with a plastic knife I did. Yeah, it was tender. However, sidebar, on the label, it says boneless beef, enter or return. Do I say return or enter? Enter. Ribeye, enter. Steak, enter. Mechanically tenderized, enter. So it's been it's been tenderized by a machine. Now, normally ribeyes don't need tenderizing, hence the name ribeye. They're very delicious and tender. But they mechanically tenderized it at no additional cost. Right? That's true. Then you hit return or enter again, and it says rubbed with seasoning. But all they say is seasoning extract. We have no idea where they extracted the seasoning from. It could have been the Ganges River, for all we know. And then there's a dot, a bullet point, and it says tenderized with bromelain. bromelain. We got two tenderizers for the price of one, guys. Well, not And it was rubbed with water. Rubbed with water. Mm. Only uh, Mr. Kraft from the uh, Patriots football organization and Kraft Macaroni and Cheese gets rubbed with water free of charge because he got caught in the scandal. Anyway, yes, rubbed with water and tenderized a second time with bromelain. I've never had a ribeye that needed to be tenderized once. Now this one was tenderized twice. And I will tell you, the tenderizing was well worth it. It was very tender. Would you agree, Rob? Yeah, that was the only way, that is the only positive description I can give. 
<laughs> so at least it held up to that. It it was it, it very even, tender. It wasn't good tender either. That's wait, 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 wait. There's good and bad tender. Go on. The mouthfeel of that steak was like something that came out of a Lovecraftian horror. Oh, <laughs> what Craftian, huh? Lovecraft. HP Lovecraft. Uh, talk me through okay. that. I don't know that. All right. Is. All right. Skip. <laughs> he doesn't get I'm, it. I'm, I, don't know, I don't get it. Don't Fine. say the B word. Don't say the B word. An Edgar Allan Poe horror. <laughs> is that Quoth, better? Yeah. Uh, the Telltale Steak. It's dead. Exactly. And it's still beating and bleeding underneath your floorboards. Gotcha. Yes. I found it to be very tender. My first bite, my wife was looking at me. She, my wife told me, do not eat that. Do not eat that. I said, I have to. It's for the podcast. And I do anything for the podcast, except for 75% of the shit I'm supposed to do. My first bite, I ate it. I chewed on it. And I looked at her. I said, it tastes like fish. Did you get that impression on your first bite? No, I, I uh, also seasoned mine. I did not um, because it says seasoning everywhere on this package. So, okay. What'd you season it with? There was nothing about this package that I trusted. <laughs> Smart man. I'm so, a gullible fuck. So I did not. I, I Okay, go ahead. Smart so man. So I got the taste of seasoning and then just meat. Meat is the only way I can describe the taste that was in my mouth. That's a broad spectrum that goes all the way from uh, amphibians through reptiles into into You could have... You could have convinced me that this is a new species of animal they just discovered. That's a good way to synopsize this. I agree. My first bite was, I don't know what this is, but it's not ribeye steak that's been mechanically and chemically tenderized. It was tender, but it didn't taste like, okay, good synopsis. Now, did you get that? Uh, my taste changed because I reached over to our salt shaker and I shaked a shitload of salt on it, even though, what's the sodium content here? You Three. finished yours? Fuck yeah. Hang on, I'm getting there. This thing I has- took a bite. You fucking <laughs> madman. Hey, I didn't get jowls like this for nothing. I There's- didn't feel good after the first bite, Mike. <laughs> you haven't had a 20 millimeter fucking gun round stuck in your ascending colon. I have, and I'm, I'm I a felt survivor. physically fucking ill. Sharks <laughs> wouldn't even eat it. Good for him. This There's 300... 300- and 90 milligrams of sodium, 17% of what I need in my healthy diet. And you ate high. it all? Yeah, it's for the podcast. Listeners, I Nothing. took the bullet. These two fucking draft dodgers dodged a draft. <laughs> Just to live? Like you're going to give up on your, your manliness to live? Hey, at least Rob signed up. I didn't even <laughs> sign. Sharks <laughs> He ducked up to Canada. I'm like, I'm like that meme where they say, this is how you prepare a $3 prime rib. And then the next picture is just me throwing it into the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Which it might be the right answer here. So I took 390 milligrams of sodium and I turned it into like 750 grams of sodium. And I found it quite tasty. It took more salt on top of the salt. The tenderness. And once I put a ton of salt on it, it was pretty good. However, Wife is watching me, telling me, stop. My wife literally said, stop, dude, just stop. And I said, no, it's for the podcast. And I said, here, try a bite. So I gave her the nut meat, the best oh, the best part of the steak. No fat, no gristle, which there was a lot of. And she took a bite, 
and then she gagged and then she gagged again and then she spit it into her hand and then she threw it in the trash can. That was the proper response. <laughs> comma, comma. Wow. I took the knife and fork back and took another bite and said, eh, you know, eh. <laughs> one of the ironic parts of this steak is if you listener, you go buy one. It's shaped as a shoe sole. All three that I bought, the steak is in the shape of a shoe sole. I don't think that's accidental. I don't think that's accidental. Yeah, dude, could stampede. Some guy's just standing over it and then cutting it out of the shape yeah. of a shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or if you don't like the taste, you just, you know, put it in the bottom of your sneaker and fill all the holes and walk around on it for 12, 15 months. It's not going to smell bad because it's got all these preservatives in it. So I think it's utilitarian. If you're shopping in the dollar store for ribeye, you probably have other problems. And I think the steak may solve other problems for people. I think that's to be very fair, true. I think that was the fastest steak I've ever cooked all 30 well, seconds of it. Yeah, there's going to be pictures on uh, the Insta. I took pictures uh, before and after. We're going to put them on the Insta. It is very thin. The part that really pissed me off was if I'm buying a ribeye steak, boneless ribeye beef steak at the dollar store, it should be cheap, right? I did some math. And people who knew me in high school and junior high school are probably saying, well, this is fucked up. We got five and a half ounces, which is a third of a pound ish. Everything I do with math is ish for three dollars. No tax. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. That comes out to nine ninety nine a pound for steak that is questionably edible steak, questionably everything. I can get Publix ribeye. Good, fresh, never been frozen for about nine ninety nine on a good day. That's the part that hurts. I think they're taking advantage of poor people. What say you, Rob? I agree. I, I think if you're down in the dump so bad that you got to go buy three dollar ribeye, just don't. Just, just, <laughs> just yeah. don't. Yeah, I'll eat you my own be- meat before I eat that meat. Oh, you're that <laughs> flexible. I knew you worked out. I know you're that flexible. Uh, yeah, that's the part that pissed me off. So if here's what I'm saying, if Publix and Walmart cut ribeye steak into wafer thin, call back to uh, Monty Python, wafer thin slices and sold it for the same price, poor people like myself would go in there and buy it. It's three dollars. I'm getting a ribeye steak for three dollars and it won't have all this unidentified food objects, UFOs, unidentified food objects in it. So that's the part that made me sad, like. If you're hungry, you're hungry. You want a $3 ribeye steak, great. But they're charging you $9.99 a pound, so they're fucking the poor people. And that's the part that pissed me off. Screw you, China. Yeah, they're not even fucking them in a good way either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the made in, but Rob, you said you knew where this said it, it was from. or Illinois. I feel, like, I feel like Illinois was the import location and they came from somewhere else. But Probably. we can't prove that with the documents we have. So we can't actually slander stampede boneless beef quote-unquote ribeye steaks with it but i feel like this came from a fourth or fifth world country and then they landed it in an airport in ohio and then they packaged it but overall next week we will tell you i ate the whole goddamn thing and by the time i was done with it with a lot of salt i was like eh. it was like four steakums stacked together with extra gristle if you took four steakums layered them together cooked them and added some gristle from some other meat object like uh like beef jerky gristle that's what i came away with i'm neutral it's not terrible it's not great 
first. You're something fucking wrong with you. Jesus yeah. Christ. Hey, look who finally figured something out. Yeah, there's something wrong with me. Uh, Shards did the smart thing, so he'll be back next week for sure. Rob, <laughs> he took a bite. We may be in the ICU together. I will let you know on my bowel movements tomorrow. I'm high fiber life. And if they come out at high velocity, I know that something's wrong and that my colon, who I've been babying. Have you ever babied your colon like it's a little puppy? Like, oh, I love you, colon. You have some fiber. That's Does bleaching it count? That's your rectum. Oh. Rectum? Shit almost killed him. <laughs> 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 However, Shards, I got to say this. I don't want to say this, but if you bleach your rectum, it would become invisible. That's true. It'd be clear. You're so you're yeah. It would become see through. So you could watch on, my colon produce shit. If I did that. <laughs> you could bump your you could bump your orifices. You could bump your mushroom against his his invisible rectum. But if you bleached it, you wouldn't even see it. It'd be like there's a force field. There's some kind of sphincter shaped <laughs> force field protecting his colon from entering. But we can't figure out what it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and if you're Poppy Coulomb, there's a tractor beam pulling you into his rectum. <laughs> Guys, we've gone way too long. This has been a hell of an episode. I knew uh, Mando was going to be great, but I didn't know he was going to filibuster and just make me cry laughing and change my worldview. Uh, we got to get the fuck out of here. There's so much more to talk about. Wow. What an episode. Shards, do you have anything to say? Happy Star Wars Day. Happy, happy May the 4th be with you. Rob, do you have anything to add before we get the hell up out of here? It's always a good day to punch a Nazi. <laughs> it's always. <laughs> his facts are undeniable. hey You heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one. Yeah.